This is a SABC Disability 360 feature on 5FM. Brought to you by the SABC Foundation. Today on the Weekend Playdate, I am joined by two registered counsellors from Eden Recovery Centre in Glenfurness, Midrand. We have Melandry Bridges and Nicole Boysons. Thanks so much for joining us, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. What we are specifically talking about today is the connection between mental health and drug abuse, which I think might be quite surprising to, to some people because they might know somebody in their family or a friend who has a mental health issue and is abusing drugs or alcohol as well. And they probably just write them off completely and like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do to help them, not realizing that this is actually something that is uh, quite well known and studied extensively and co-occurring mental health disorders are, are pretty commonplace. Yes. So hardly do we ever see someone walking through the doors that just presents with substance use disorder. It's very common for a co-occurring mental health issue as well. So we focus on, on dual diagnosis, so we focus on treating both. These people will predominantly have um, a mental health issue that maybe hasn't been diagnosed or, or maybe has but or, or not not to the point where they've actually gotten uh, some sort of treatment and they're self-medicating in a way preserving themselves and trying to to help medicate whatever symptoms it is that they're having with drugs with alcohol as a form of escapism um, does it become difficult to know the difference between somebody who has a mental health disorder and somebody who is doesn't have a mental health disorder and acting erratically because of drug abuse or alcohol abuse. Yeah, so it's, it's difficult in the beginning when they come in here. When a patient is going through withdrawal symptoms, they can present with a certain mental illness. So um, we do an assessment and we monitor them throughout whether there is maybe an underlying issue as well. Yeah, so basically at our facility, we work through a detox program. And during the detox program, they get completely taken off their substance um, and get assessed by doctors as well. And with that, after the three days, they obviously start joining the therapeutic program as well. And through that, we speak to family members, we try and work, we try and see the differences, you know. We also have a psychiatrist here as well. So we try and see if there is anything that stands out that we see that there is a mental disorder, then we take it from that route. But sometimes what can happen quite often is that a sense can actually present with certain symptoms that are similar to that of a mental disorder. Mm. So that's why it's so important to, you know, separate the two from each other, that You don't diagnose someone with a disorder when they're actually on the substance. Absolutely. I mean, if if you had to see me, let's say, tonight um, after after a big night, and you might be like, oh, this girl has this and this and this. Meanwhile, it's too many tequilas or whatever the case might be. And then later you actually realize, oh, no, she was just intoxicated under the influence Mm -hmm. of alcohol. So that that makes complete sense. Have you found that there are specific mental health issues that um, that generally abuse substances as a form of self-medication or could it be any variety? Um, it can be any variety. Um, generally, we do see people that are more anxious or, you know, if they're more in a depressed state, they would abuse substances. But any any mental health issue can actually abuse a substance. The most common one that we find here at Eden Recovery is anxiety disorders, mood disorders such as bipolar or depression. And it's very common to also see PTSD uh, patients or patients with PTSD that self-medicate. So it is, it's, uh, it's, but it's anything.
but you also can't say that everyone with bipolar um, or anxiety or depression is going to abuse substances. So it's they can be exclusive as well. Yeah, I know. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that all people with bipolar will end up using substance. It's not like that. It's just generally we would say people who don't know how to cope or are afraid of what they, you know, they're experiencing. So what they do is use a substance to kind of suppress that. Mm. Yeah. And that's when we look forward and going on. But we can, we can also see either just substance use disorder and also just mental illness. Um it's very difficult to actually determine which one comes first because mm. the, the mental illness can be present and they use substances, like you've mentioned, to escape or to help cope with the symptoms. Or vice versa, using substances can actually cause mental illness if you are predisposed to, wow. to developing illness. Yeah. Sure. I think it's also important to note that about 50% of people with severe mental disorders are affected by substance abuse. So this is quite commonplace and it's important not to stigmatize um, and and not to to treat people as if they are um, a lost cause it, there is treatment for for both uh, substance abuse and for many 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 of the mental illnesses that that occur when it comes to your specific center would people come in for for counseling sessions or for daily treatment or do they actually get signed in and stay for, for a duration of time until they've they've been treated? Okay, well, at our facility, you know, the family basically um, pick in the patients, if I can put it that way, mm-hmm. and then um, they go straight to detox, as I previously mentioned, and then we basically explain to the family the process as well. So we do an inpatient program to so actually stay here, Great. and then after that, we actually do therapy with the, um, with the patient or the um, individual. And we also do therapy with the um, family members as well. It's a disease. It's, it's chronic. It's not going to go away. It needs to be managed. Mm. And I think that's important because I think many people think just coming to a facility, that they come here and they can just simply get rid of it. But it's really something that has to be managed. You need to continually work on it. Mm-mm. So that's why you say you go, for, you go for treatment, you don't get cured. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in terms of um, people, let's say around the country, wanting to find more information, maybe to to see if somebody that they know or love might be somebody who has co-occurring disorder, is there is there a website or Facebook page or somewhere that they can maybe check online? That's an email on help at edenrecovery.co.za. Yes, yeah. Um, we've actually, we've got a Facebook page and we post regular uh, information on there, Eden Recovery Centre. Um, we've also got Instagram. But uh, if family members have any questions or if, if they've got any concerns, they can go to our website or just send us an email at help at edenrecovery.co.za. Um, or they can just give us a phone call. We're more than willing to assist. Okay, help at edenrecovery.co.za. Is the is the email address? Well, ladies, thank you, thank you so much. I think this has been very enlightening, and and hopefully something that will ease some troubled minds who have been concerned. There's nothing worse than having a family member that you can't help, and they're erratic, and they you, they won't accept any help from you. To know that there's actually there's a deeper cause, and it is treatable. Yeah, I think uh, it's really important for family members also to realise that uh, a mental illness or substance abuse, it shouldn't be ridiculed. We need to change the way we look at it. We need to look at them with some empathy and realize that it's an actual disease. Yes. It's not curable, but it's, it's treatable. And if it's maintained, they can live a normal, happy life. Amazing.
Ladies, thank you so much for your time. That's Melandry Bridges and Nicole Boysons, both registered counselors from Eden Recovery in Midrand. Thank you for your time. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. This SABC Disability 360 feature was brought to you by the SABC Foundation. For more disability content, visit SABC Disability 360 on Facebook or follow at SABC Disability on Twitter.